0: You're watching KCMI-TV. Well, thank you for joining us. Uh, I just want to say God is good. He's just amazing. And so I want to talk to you about a a subject that the whole world wants, and that's the peace, peace of God. So I thought our uh, key verse today would be out of John chapter 14, and the 14th chapter of John is one of my favorite chapters in the New Testament. Uh, but in verse 27 this is jesus speaking he said peace i leave with you my peace i give unto you not as the world giveth give i unto you let not your heart be troubled and neither let it be afraid and uh, one of the things that this verse just moves in my spirit about is jesus is talking to them he's telling me he said i'm leaving and then he makes a statement, he said, my peace though, I'm gonna leave with you. And just because you can't see Jesus in your life, doesn't mean that you can't have peace. And the Lord knew that, and he said, so my peace, I'm leaving with you. And uh, he s- says, not as the world gives. And the world really can't give peace. They give things that are temporary, that make people for a moment feel like everything is all right. But uh, the peace of God survives every storm, every conflict, every problem. And uh, it's in Philippians 4 and 7, it talks about the peace of God. It says, it passes all understanding. And how many times have you and I been in a situation where We should have been upset. I mean, it's like everything is in disarray, and yet you feel peace. That's the kind of peace that God's talking about, It's the peace that that man's mind can't wrap itself around up. And when he's talking about the understanding here, he's talking about how men understand. And for people that are not believers, even a lot of Christians, their peace is not based on Christ. It's based on their environment. And God is saying here, he says, listen, I have a peace that I give that is not connected to your bank account or to your health or to your emotions. It's the peace of God that passes all understanding. And as I was praying today, I I was thinking of this scripture and it's in Hebrews chapter seven. And it's... uh, Verse, starting with verse 1, it says, For this Melchizedek, king of Salem, and the word Salem here means peace, king of peace, priest of the Most High God, and I think we're talking about Jesus here, who met Abraham returning from the slaughter of the kings and blessed him, to whom also Abraham gave a tenth part of all first being by interpretation, king of righteousness, king of Salem, which is king of peace. When you think about uh, Abraham, he's the father of faith. And yet when Abraham got in the presence of Jesus, when he got in the presence of peace, faith bowed down to peace and begin to honor peace. And for you and I as believers, the way that you and I are gonna have the peace of God is we have to have faith. In those seasons, and there are gonna be many of them, when it looks like everything is impossible, that there is no way out, that you're against a wall, and you wonder, God, what's going on? God says, let your faith bow down to the king of peace. And when you do that, the Bible says that when that happened, that Melchizedek blessed Abraham. If you want God to bless you, you're going to have to release your faith. That's why the Bible says without faith, you, you can't please the Lord. And so uh, when I think of Jesus... It talks to in Isaiah nine six. It begins to talk about Jesus. They said he's he's a wonderful counselor. He's the mighty God. He's the everlasting Father. Then it says this. He said he is the Prince of Peace. In other words, he's he he rules the peace. And a lot of times, you know, when uh, you think about an area that somebody excels in. In the natural, you could think of Michael Jordan in basketball, you'd just have to say he's king of basketball. Or you would think of golf, you're going to think Tiger Woods, he's the king of golf. Because they literally displayed a level in that realm, in that arena that nobody else had. This is why Jesus said, he said, I'm the king of peace. He said, I've been through everything you can be through. He said, I've been maligned, spitted on, I've been crucified. He said, I've been deserted, I've been rejected. He said, even my father at Calvary rejected me. He says, but I have peace. That made him the king of peace. And so the peace that the Lord wants to give you and I is not a peace that's based on emotions. It's not based on anything other than what Jesus has already declared. In Proverbs chapter twelve, verse twenty-five, it says, "Anxiety in a man's heart causes depression." It might be out of the New King James. Anxiety in a man's heart causes depression. And uh, there's another verse in Philippians four six. It says, "Be anxious for nothing." The word anxious is to be troubled with cares, and so. Proverbs, he says, anxiety, when people become overcome with anxiousness and anxiety gets in them. It's when they begin to get agitated and they begin to be pressed out of their realm of where they function well. It said this, it causes depression. And uh, I thought, well, you know, I'm just going to Google and see what the internet has to say about depression. And, and I was amazed. Over 300 million people worldwide are clinically depressed right now. It is the leading cause of disability, ages 15 to 44, and this one really surprised me. It is the primary cause of someone committing suicide every 12 minutes. No wonder the world is topsy-turvy is because when Jesus doesn't rule and reign in our hearts then depression begins to come in and what we if you ask people you know what do we want in the world everybody says the same thing most of the time we want world peace we just want conflict to go, go away we want peace but you cannot have peace without having somebody that enforces it And there's a verse that says this, and the God of peace shall bruise or break the head of Satan under your feet. In America, we want want peace, we don't want any war, we don't want any sickness, Uh, we don't want any problems. But for that kind of realm, it only comes from Christ. You can't take Christ out of our nation and then expect to have peace. Never have we been more traumatized, never have we had more anxiety and depression in America than we do right now because we remove peace. If you're going to survive in this age, you're going to have to have peace. Uh, there's, a, there's a verse, see if I have it written down, in Colossians 3.15 it says this, that the peace of God let it rule your heart. And there's a verse that says that everything comes out of the heart. The issues of life come out of the heart. If God doesn't rule your heart, then your emotions will be unchecked. And This is what it says. It says, let the peace of God. I can't tell you over the years how many times I've gotten such Devastating reports, whether it's, you know, a a son that died or a son that was born premature or a divorce letter or so many things. And I have always found that when the enemy comes to steal my peace, if I would go to prayer and the Bible says, cast all your cares upon him for he cares for you that the peace of god will overshadow you and when you read about abraham it says that he staggered not at the promises of god i think the reason being is because he had peace that what god had spoken he was also able to perform you god has to rule your heart not just on sundays he has to rule your heart 24 hours a day this is why you can't be a one day a week christian Jesus Christ has to rule your life 24 hours a day. There are going to be times that and I wake up sometimes in the middle of the night and I can just, I begin to speak in tongues. I feel the presence of the Lord or I can be sitting watching a a TV show and all of a sudden I just feel the Spirit of God. That's because the peace of God rules our hearts. Those of you that that have been part of Regeneration Nashville and watch our services, you know that we've been in a place that uh, we're needing uh, a place to meet and you know it looks like we're in the realm of the impossible and in those seasons is when the enemy wants to come in if he can steal your peace then it leaves your heart unprotected and then he can put things in there unbelief fear doubt depression melancholy all of those things get in your heart and they begin to rule you and uh Our church has been amazing because we've kept our shout. we, We have believed that God will come through. And I'm telling you, you're going to see me get up and we are going to physically declare what we've already declared by the Spirit and say, well, Pastor Ken, how can you do that? It's because the peace of the God rules and reigns. See, The peace of God says it's already all right. The peace of God says it doesn't matter if there's temporary damage, God will come in and restore it and fix it. The peace of God says the devil can't kill you. The peace of God says God is gonna heal me. The peace of God says my children are coming home. It's an assurance in you. Hallelujah, that God will come through. And God doesn't want us to be high one day and in the valley the next. He wants us to maintain and walk in a realm where the Spirit of the Lord uh, takes care of us. I love this verse. It says that we shall go out with joy. This is Isaiah 55 and 12. It says that we'll go out with joy, and the reason why is because we are being led forth by our peace. And uh, this is something that, I've, that I apply to my own life. There are times, you know, where you're faced with a decision, it, I mean, it, it could be about a house or a move, something though that can really have impact on your future. And my formula for this is always, if I f- don't feel peace, it doesn't matter how good it looks, I ain't doing it. cause. The peace of God tells me that the Lord is leading me. And whenever the peace of God leaves you about something, that's God saying don't walk down that way because I ain't going there. And how many times have you and I overrode that check in our spirit that said don't do that and we did it anyway and then we regret it down the road, we weren't led forth by our peace. And for you to walk in victory do you have to have peace? And I have people call me and say, Brother Kim, what do I do? I say, they'll say, you know, I had somebody call me recently about the sale of some property, and they said I just can't feel peace about it. I said, then don't sell it. Because if you're a believer, God will lead you by your peace. And, you know, it's, it's interesting that when Jesus was born that the angels could have said a lot of things but they said this glory to god in the highest peace is on the earth they knew that jesus that prince of peace in isaiah 9 6 had arrived and all of the conflict that the enemy had had that the spirit of peace the god of peace was coming to uh, break and to bruise the head of satan So many places, there's several places in the scripture that it calls, it will call him the God of peace. I've seen saints over the years that, uh, you know, having a sickness or they went through a great loss, could have been a, a company or a spouse or a child or whatever, and you talk to them and there's just a glow on them. And there's joy there. And you say, how can you be like this with what you've gone through? It's the peace of the Lord. Romans 14 and 17 says, The kingdom of God is not natural things. It's not meat and drink. But it is righteousness. And it doesn't say joy and then peace. It says it's righteousness, then peace and then joy, how? In the Holy Ghost. And when we align ourselves up with Christ in righteousness, then the benefit of it is, the peace that God left on the earth envelops us. And when you have peace, you are gonna have joy. That even when things are tough, you know, over the years, when my wife and I were struggling early in our ministry, um, I had people tell us now you know well, we thought y'all were wealthy or we thought everything was great but when people would talk to us and say how y'all doing and they didn't know we would had our phone shut off or that we were two months behind on our house payment we always said we're doing fantastic we're doing great why because we knew that if we were in the will of God whatever we were going through was temporary And God was going to reverse that. There are so many of you that I'm talking to around the world right now that are in dire situations. But if you're in alignment with Christ, God is going to fix this. I want to end with this verse. This is in Romans chapter 8 and verse 6. It says this, To be spiritually minded is to have life and peace. I see a lot of people that have life but they have no peace, no quality. And it says to be spiritually minded. Last Sunday we preached on this, that um, we are spirit beings that live in a physical body. And one verse says this, he whose mind is stayed on him shall have what? perfect peace, to be spiritually minded. Whatever you're going through, I wanna encourage you, get your mind off the need, the problem, just for a little while. Get in the presence of the Lord and let your mind be stayed on Christ. And you will find that God will come through and give you a peace. You just, it's like you take a cleansing, a deep breath and you realize, my God is gonna come through for me. So, you know, the end times, the Bible says they're gonna holler, peace, peace. You know, the Antichrist, is interesting, you know, he's gonna to come to Jerusalem, and he's going to set up in the temple that's gonna be rebuilt. The enemy always tries to one-up God. And the reason he's going to Jerusalem number one is because it's the city of peace but number two is the king of peace the Prince of Peace when he defeats the devil is going to come to Jerusalem and Jesus is going to rule out of the city of peace for a thousand years and the Antichrist is going to come and he's going to offer it looks like peace the Lord said they're going to cry peace peace and then he said, sudden destruction is going to come upon them. There is nothing going on in your life that God has not already given you the solution for. Stand your ground. Let the faith that's in your heart come out of your mouth and let it pay tribute, hallelujah, to God Almighty, to the Prince of Peace. Well, I hope this has helped you, um, strengthened you, I care about you. And you're going you're gonna to come out of this. You're going to be powerful in the Lord. So hold your ground. Don't stagger the promises of God, but believe that God's going to come through. I'll see you next week. For more information about Kent Christmas Ministries International or Regeneration Nashville, go to kentchristmas.org or regenerationnashville.org. And for the latest updates or videos, follow us on Facebook and subscribe to us on YouTube. God bless you.